Ryan Fleming can help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. How Money Ads Catch Your Attention. This will be a fun episode today. Thanks for joining us on the Pilot's Advisor. Walter Storholt here with Ryan Fleming of Retire Pilots, based in St. Louis, but working with clients all around the world at, a, at an airport near you. Easy to meet up and have a conversation if you'd like with Ryan. Uh, you can go to retirepilots.com for great information and to order your free retirement toolkit. And we'll give you some other ways to get in touch and contact Ryan as we go through the show uh, today. Ryan, uh, are you bombarded with ads basically all day long, no matter what kind of media you're using? Well, I think that's our new society. It doesn't matter whether you're watching TV, whether you're on your cell phone, on Facebook, or whatever it might be. All these companies are getting paid by ads. And so, and they're even tracking what we care about or what we look up, whether it's shoes or magazines or fitness stuff. And then they'll put it more in front of our face. It's crazy. I have a creepy one for you. So, my wife and I went camping uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was our first time camping in many, many years. And we forgot a couple of essentials. We just went for a one-nighter, very specifically a one-nighter, because we knew we weren't well-prepared, and we were just kind of dipping our toe in the water, kind of seeing if we liked it again, making sure the tent worked okay, all that kind of stuff. And then we made note of all the stuff we forgot. Well, in any event, we forgot pans. So we got there, and we had a a camp stove, um, and we had tinfoil and some other things, but we'd forgotten pans. So we're like, oh, shoot, we can't use the camp stove, so we're going to have to cook over the open fire. And we were trying to use, uh, you know, tinfoil to put over the fire to kind of, you know, create a little bit of a pan surface to do some stuff on. We were coming up with some very creative uses for this tinfoil. Now, we were in the middle of the mountains, right? So there was no cell signal. There was no service. We weren't Googling unique ways to use tinfoil to go camping with or anything of the sort. But I, I, I kid you not, just the other day, uh, my wife got like an ad article ad suggestion on her phone for creative uses for tinfoil while camping. Kid it you not. It came back to her after all that. It somehow came back to us after all of that. I have no idea. Neither of us have Googled anything like that. It's just, it's bizarre. It's weird. So I know it's not exactly a money ad, but that was my most recent brush with just a very weirdly targeted ad and uh, a good example of just how it does bombard us every single day. Um, but the well, question it's almost scary. It's it's almost scary. It is. It's a little bizarre. It, it okay, definitely I, makes me uh, want to throw the phone up. in the lake. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get totally off track here. But uh, you were talking about camping and you were telling your stories. And it just made me think of this commercial where this couple goes camping. And he said that, well, I, I won't forget the tent or whatever. I forget what it is. And she's like, well, no, you said you were going to pack the tent. I thought you were, you know, and they go back and forth. Oh, that's a great commercial. That's a great commercial. Yeah, and they throw the the flag to do the the replay of what actually was said. Yes. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. They just started airing it uh, during football season, right? Because it's like like a referee review that they're doing on the campsite, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. And I I wish we had the ability to to do the instant replay on our conversations with our spouse oh, to find yeah. out what, what was actually said or what Ryan, was actually you done. and I would be in big trouble, I think, if that was the case. <laughs> I know I would be. I know I would be. Yeah, yeah was, that was, was exactly classic, our though. situation because ours was blankets. We both forgot to bring blankets uh, in addition to the uh, the other one. But I, it, it was that exact same play. You said you were getting the blankets. No, no, no. You said you were getting the blankets. It was uh, 
it was perfectly. Well, if you haven't that seen scenario. that commercial, it's way more important than our podcast. Try to find that commercial. It's hilarious. That's right. It was it was progressive, maybe an insurance commercial or something like that. I think so. I, th- I thought it was progressive. I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking it was was progressive. So. I will I will look for it and I'll try to link to it in the show notes of today's episode. So if anybody wants to go watch it, I'll see if I can go find it on YouTube and and put a link in the description. So check it. If, if I found it, I'll put it in there. If I can't, well, it won't be in there. You can go search for it yourself. but Or just watch a football That's game this weekend, and That's you'll probably see it. There you go. Um, all right, so back on track here, Ryan. Uh, here's the question we're asking today about money ads. Have you ever taken a closer look at these messages and really kind of wonder what's behind the ad? Because if we unpack some of these ads, or maybe it's these paid headlines that you're seeing in certain news sites, I think we'll be able to more clearly understand maybe the emotions they're trying to elicit from us. Because that's what ads are trying to do. They're trying to stoke an emotional reaction from you so that you'll then take action and, and buy the product or invest in the service, those kinds of things. And more importantly, I think we can figure out what companies are trying to sell us because sometimes that's not clear. It's not apparent. And so for this episode, we're going to just kind of take some of the items that we've perused on the internet. We literally did this. We we just perused the internet for a couple of hours and then started keeping track of various financial planning, investing, and retirement ads that we came across. We're going to pick apart these messages that popped up and see if it helps us become savvier savers. So this will be a little bit like an experiment on this episode. So this will be a little bit a little bit of fun. All right, so let's do it. I saw this messaging on uh, a couple of ads that popped up. Invest like the one percent. All right, invest like the one percent. This messaging was specifically popping up in a couple of ads, and it feels Ryan like that might be playing a little bit on our greed. Right, it sort of paints this picture of another class of investors that we're not yet a part of, but then makes it feel attainable for us. I, it it kind of made me feel like they were hitting on my desire to be included in the top tier and they were using competition and the old comparison game to uh, capture my attention. Uh, why would clients need to be wary maybe of something like uh, that had messaging like this, invest like the 1%? Well, we want to see how the other side lives and obviously they must invest in a different way for them to be so wealthy that they just can do whatever they want. But I, I think it's very, um, it's this is a great subject because every single thing we look at, they're trying to appeal to those emotions and try to get you to take action like you had talked about. So for example, I mean, if you get on Fox Business or CNBC or anything right now, they're playing off the market crashing and buy gold, buy silver, um, anything to get away from the pain that everybody's feeling right now. So I think I think it's very intelligent to take a step back and go, what what are they trying to get me to do? What emotional tactic are they trying to engage for me to take action? And, and I think the the 1% and investing like the 1%, it's almost like you say, the sophisticated investor does this. Don't you yeah. want to do that too? And then you can retire tomorrow. Sort of flips around the, you know, the, being the 1% has been highly bashed, right? If you're part of the 1%, you're part of the problem with the world. Well, this ad sort of flips that on its head and it's like, nah, come on. Everybody just wants to be part of the 1%. So then they kind of play on that that mentality a little bit. Yeah, well, secretly deep down we do. I mean, we want to yeah. blame everything on the 1%, but we're, I mean, we're lying I if from, we say otherwise, right? Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> You know, we, I came from nothing, but I wouldn't have been upset if I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't think I'd be the same person, you know, which, which I, you know, I, I think there's some value in hard work and trying to make something of yourself, but 
you know, if somebody wants to come along tomorrow and give me $20 million, I'd probably take it. Yeah. We, we, we know to be careful what we wish for, but doesn't mean we stop wishing for it, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. So here's something else I saw, another ad that I saw while perusing the interwebs for a couple of hours. Um, this one popped up and said, become a market master. I liked the alliteration of that one, become a market master. And it seemed like you would see messaging like this from companies that are trying to teach investors how to manage their own portfolios. So a little bit different mentality that these folks are going after. And I kind of did a little bit of digging, Ryan. It seemed like a lot of them are promoting free training classes. Um, And eventually maybe they're trying to convert prospects into expensive training classes and plans. This is sort of appealing to the do-it-yourself types out there. Have you seen ads like this before? Oh, for sure. The one I like was it's a lady who is her husband worked in the financial services industry and in the market crash of 08 they lost 50 percent of all their wealth so then he decided to just build this stock picking program that picks that spits out the stocks you're supposed to buy and and she doesn't want anybody to feel that pain that they felt and she's they've figured it out and so now they want to teach you for free (laughs) <laughs> or I think it's like you get it free for like a month and then they want to sell it to you. And and uh, it goes back to that whole theory. If they truly had this program that just spit out what stock you're supposed to buy, they wouldn't be sitting here to trying to tell everybody else because that would that would change the whole marketing plan. But yes, it's uh, it, it's funny. I, I actually laugh seeing a lot of the stuff that's out there um, for investing and what they're trying to get people to do. It's almost criminal. Yeah, I think there's uh, it's just those different emotions hitting on different people trying to see what attracts you. And so if you see a lot of ads like that, become a market master, it may mean that you're more of a do-it-yourselfer well, and, and know that that ad's playing off of that to try and sell you these these packages and was these extra it, things. Was it Matt Damon? I mean, I know Tom Brady's involved in some crypto commercials, but yeah, was it like last, Matt Damon last that was like, go to Mars? Yeah. Or... or the the world rewards those that are risk takers or something like that and and it was to buy crypto and you know if you if you put a lot of your money in bitcoin you've lost uh 75% this year so yeah you are a risk taker it just didn't work out very well for you i believe that was uh super bowl when that big ad appeared so that would have been february and yeah look at what's happened right. to crypto since then Yeef, yikes yeah, you've only lost seventy five percent of all your wealth. Hmm. You you were we will file file you under a risk taker and not even a calculated risk taker. Yeah. But you were part of the bold, right? So there yeah. you go. Well you you'll be hanging out with Matt Damon and Tom Brady. There you go. No, you won't. On Mars. Because <laughs> I doubt they actually invested in what they were promoting. Right? Well, they got paid a lot of money to say it though. That's right. That's very true. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place. And I've got another resource for you to check out. Go to retirepilots.com and look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click get my free toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's retirement toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to retirepilots.com. 
All right. So not every message you see is trying to stoke, you know, like these severe extreme measures, perhaps. But uh, and some of these messages are more common. So another one I saw very frequently, Ryan, was secure your future. And then kind of along the same vein, I'm, I'm, I'm combining these together. Protect your nest egg. So I saw that verbiage a lot. Secure and protect. Secure, protect. Talking about your future, your nest egg. All of those words kind of jumble together in different ways. And I'd say well, messages like that are, are pretty common, can, right? Do you mind if I interrupt you on this Please one do. and yeah. talk about this one? Because this, is this to me, seems like a huge annuity play. Like right now when the markets are down, uh, messages like this are very common. You know, there's different variations and ideas about securing, protecting, guarding or guaranteeing and it doesn't matter what it is but it's, it's much more of a, a, a play on the timing of it because if you were in an annuity product right now you would have not lost anything in this market and it's a it gives a strong bias of staying out of the stock market not paying fees but the reality is if you look at the long term you'd be way better ahead having your money exposed to the market versus playing it safe and and having it in, a, in an annuity um, with all these the high fees and the different things that most people don't understand. But when a market's down like it is right now, this is when the gold and the silver and the annuities come out. Hey, if you would have done this, you wouldn't have lost anything. And and so they start marketing, securing your future and protecting your nest egg. I, you know, once again, playing on the emotions because right now things hurt. Things do hurt, and that's where you can uh, kind of see that connection maybe with that one really well, where it's, all right, uh, it's what seems like a, a non-sensational message, you know, secure your future, you know, protect your nest egg. Those are logical things. We want to do those, but you can see the evolution from there to now, okay, buy the solution for that, which it may be a particular product not necessarily still looking at the full picture of your plan. So just be aware of the, the, the road that some of this messaging leaves you down. Uh, another one would be stock market. Have you worried? Question mark. Well, who who wouldn't Absolutely say yes to that not. question, right? <laughs> yeah. Why would I be worried about the stock market? Who cares? <laughs> oh man, and that's clever though, right? Like asking a question in the ad that literally nobody can say no to um, is going to pique interest a little bit, right? Well, the amount of time that they sit down and talk about the marketing of any of these messages. I mean, people get paid lots and lots of money to sit and just think and come up with a way to get people's attention. And I mean, all we have to do is think about the Super Bowl ads. I mean, the amount of money they have to pay just to put those in front of people, but they're pretty clever. I mean, it is, it is pretty amazing. Well, I kind of think whenever I see something like related to the stock market, uh, example, one of the ads that I saw looking around at these was um, kind of comparing Wall Street to Vegas, you know, the Vegas, uh, the, the Wall Street casino. You'll hear that terminology a little bit where people kind of build this image of Wall Street and the stock market being just gambling. You could lose all of your money. And this is stoking on that fear and that worry part of our brain. And um, they're going to lead you maybe some of these ads. I mean, I guess that kind of messaging could lead you in a lot of different directions. But by clicking, I click through a lot of these ads, by the way, Ryan, to try and uncover some of these things. So now I'm just getting really bombarded by these. <laughs> so, <laughs> stuff. But, well, um, you know, what, it, I what I love yeah, though, too is the, uh, the vision of retirement. It's always grandma and grandpa yeah. walking on the beach, you know, or they're, or they're on a sailboat sailing the, the ocean or, I mean, it's just, it's so hilarious the, what the, the vision that they create for people to want to get to for retirement. Yeah, that's very true. 
And, you know, I don't think this is so so bad. Like, uh, so it's one of these things that I clicked through, you know, they were just leading me to resources, and the goal is to help lead you through market volatility. And that's not necessarily bad messaging. Uh, the whole point of this episode is just to bring awareness to the fact that even when you don't realize it, companies are playing off of powerful emotions, and they're, these companies are really good at working that to their advantage, especially when those emotions well, are fear and worry. It, well, and especially right now, and I think that this is a very timely episode that we did to, to see, to play off the emotions with what's going on and the things that you're going to get on TV or in magazines, because they're all trying to induce fear or greed. And uh, it's been fun for us to sit here and talk about it, but also see how ineffective these ads are from a financial planning space with emotions and getting people to take action that might not be in their best interest. But inducing that fear causes people to make short-term emotional decisions with their money. And so take a step back and, and see in that, that newspaper article or that Wall Street Journal article or on Fox Business what they're really trying to do and if they're trying to scare you into a tactic to run from the market and maybe do something that's going to hurt you long-term. And, so, and of course, this is what I have to do is I have to talk investors off the ledge quite a bit so they don't do some emotional changes that'll hurt them long-term. So maybe to kind of uh, wrap up this particular uh, conversation and episode today, I'm just curious, have you, uh, have you ever seen some really good, effective ads in the financial planning space? Have you seen some stuff out there where you're like, ooh, that's actually really good? Or, or even if it wasn't good, just something that really caught your eye or that you thought was memorable? Well, absolutely. I mean, I almost giggle at some of them. I mean, it's hilarious. And uh, I can't I can't think of one offhand that really catches me and makes me laugh. But but let's take, for example, I'm going to say it is, you know, the ones where we can't stop you from being your parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that's progressive, too. Those, that's in that the they, progressive. They have gotten, I mean, carried that so long. And it's it's just hilarious and getting people's attention. Um, or the other one is the not not it's not chaos. What's the name of the guy that's always at the sporting events and he's blowing a, up the tailgate or flying through the win front window of your house? Mayhem. Uh, yeah, mayhem. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I don't even know where I'm going with this. You, Walter, you, you, but it funny. sounds like the insurance commercials get you. You, you <laughs> like you like what the insurance commercials are doing. <laughs> I do. Nice. Nice. I do. We should I, talk about insurance on the next episode because those those commercials are hilarious. Well, I always liked the uh, the e trade baby, you know, back back in the day when that when those were first oh, coming yeah. out, and I thought those were effective because it did. It made you feel talk about doing it yourself and low cost. You know, so easy a baby can do it, so affordable a baby can do it. Right? So why can't I? I, I can go open an e trade account and sell and be successful. That sounds great. You know, I thought that was a pretty effective messaging. And we will actually watch these these episodes or these commercials at financial advisor conferences, just so we can see how these companies are trying to get people to speculate and gamble with their money. I mean, it's, it truly is crazy uh, what, what's out there. Or the big thing now, since sports betting has become legal for the most part, they're giving away like $1,000 for you to come lose all your money. Like, hey, you, st you open up an account. We know that you're going to get so addicted to betting on sports that we're going to give you $1,000 to lose and give back to us. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I mean, it, oh, I mean when and, you and really think about that, isn't that crazy? I think I think one of them is like as soon as you sign up, they put two hundred dollars in your account, which is insane because they know 
they know that they're going to get you that addicted that quickly. So I'm going to go anyway. sign up for all of these, Ryan, and then just immediately withdraw the money. I'm sure there's some rule that prevents that from happening, but <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, because then people would be doing that, you know, and I, and I would. I would absolutely have that much discipline to walk away. Yeah, um, yeah. But but they they definitely would have rules against that. I'm well, sure. I think they give then bonuses too. Like once you place your first bet, we'll give you an additional X. You know, that's all part of the hook and the and the getting you addicted to it. But that's when you take a step back and you're like, I mean, really think about the messaging. Really think about the tactic. They are this is a company literally trying to addict you to this you know thing. And 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 that's oh, pervasive and it's kind of crazy and a little scary, right? It's it's a drug, and, and yeah. people get addicted very very easily. I mean, no different than Facebook. I mean, I, or or I guess the big thing now is you know I have young kids and our teenage daughter mainly, and it's Snapchat. I mean, it is insane. Mm. Like, put the phone down. But that's how they all interact. There's it's not email addresses, and it's not even really texting. They do it all on Snapchat. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, my uh, my cousins don't really email anymore. My younger cousins, and it's it's just funny. And I, I'm just not on the platforms where they communicate, so it's it's always tough, you know, to, to try and still meet on the same level, but also not want to get sucked into that world either. So it can be well, difficult. and it's such a transition. I mean, we used to be we would write letters, and then we were talking on the phone, and then we didn't want to talk to that person, so we would text them or email them, and now those are not even a thing. It's it's some app where you're communicating through the app, whether it's Facebook, look at me and how amazing my life is, or Snapchat, look what I'm doing right now. I mean, the, the housewives of wherever you live. I mean, it's <laughs> nobody wants to talk about the bad side of life or some of those depressing days. It's always all about the wins. Mm, yeah, it creates unrealistic expectations. And I think if we look back through some of the ads that we've just talked about, it can be the same thing. The invest like the 1% becoming a market master. These are unrealistic expectations for, for many of us, or they're not even true, or they're not even helpful. You know, it may not even be helpful to you to invest like the 1%. And, and what does that even look like? And these are all eventually sometimes roads that lead to nowhere. And, you know, I, I don't know if there's something tangible for somebody listening to today's show to walk away with, Ryan, other than just hopefully more awareness. When you see an ad, when you're being solicited to for financial, you know, information or someone trying to work with your dollars and that includes us right i mean we're, we don't we don't shy away from that or hide from that like you're a financial advisor ryan this show part of it is to help inform people about what's going on in the financial world to to introduce you as an advisor to folks who may need that assistance and that help we can be fully transparent in that fact and i think that's why this has been pretty fun to break down with you today well, absolutely. And I think you did a good job of wrapping it up per se. I know we're talking about a lot of financial issues and, and how ads might cause emotions to make a, you know, cause us to make, um, imprudent decisions with our money. And some of these are irreversible. And so taking a step back and really analyzing the emotional aspects and the long term, what I like to call unintended consequences definitely help with life. Um, so thanks for wrapping it up, Walter. It's always fun. And we'll see what our next episode holds for us. There you go. Our, our final messaging for our listeners today is um, if you want to invest like the 1% or become a market master, pick up the phone. Give Ryan a call right now. No, I'm just kidding. That's not our <laughs> final message. But there's a limited time. <laughs> there's a limited time. You have to do it right now. Pick up the phone right now. Do it right now. Pick up the phone and call. 
Uh, no, not exactly that. Uh, but if you do, if you do have some questions about your retirement plan, about your finances, about, hey, I've been a pilot for X amount of years, and now I don't know how to transition into retirement. Maybe you listened to one of our previous episodes that talked about not only the financial struggles of that transition, but the psychological side of it, too. And this is all stuff that Ryan's talking with people each and every day in the office and, of course, over the phone or on Zoom calls, all that good stuff. And so if you want to have a conversation and go through the retirement planning process with Ryan or at least ask some more questions about it, you can certainly reach out anytime. Call or text him at 843-475-3038, 843-475-3038, or go online to retirepilots.com. But do it now. Or, or you'll you'll regret it for the rest of your life if you don't do it right now. Isn't that how it goes, and Ryan? We'll something talk like that. About, yeah, and then we'll talk about on our next show irreversible financial decisions. Ooh, I like that. All right, irreversible financial decisions uh, that'll come up soon, right here on the Pilots Advisor. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.